0: The following recording is from the Land of Yoga meditation series by Toby Wallace. For more information, go to landofyoga.com. Okay, so sitting up, have a sense of pretty good posture, but at least a comfortable one. Close your eyes. Have a big breath in. And a deep sigh. So this is the third session as part of the Examining the Mind series. Now we're looking at solutions for the worrying mind. Okay, so here is a new day. In a new moment, right now. The past is gone, and the future isn't here yet. We start again now. We meditate. We look. We listen. We watch. We learn. We see. First, let's check our breathing. So let's breathe together now. First, have a big breath in and a deep sigh out. And then now, try to breathe with me. Breathe in through the nose. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in, one, two, three. Breathe out, one, two, three. Breathe in, one, two, three. Breathe out, one, two, three. Breathe in, one, two, three. Breathe out, one, two, three. In, one, two, three. Out, one, two, three. In, one, two, three. And out, one, two, three. And relax your breathing. Feel it return to a natural pace. And now have a sense of your body. You can feel it as you sit. You can feel the legs from the hips down to the knees, to the ankles, to the toes, you can feel your arms from the shoulders, to the elbows, the wrists, to the fingertips, your torso from the hips, The abdominals, lower back, the rib cage, mid and upper back, and the shoulders, the neck, the back of the head, sides of the head, top of the head, and the face. your eyes, the breath moving through your nostrils, cheekbones relaxed, teeth and gums, the sides of the jaw, the whole body all-body awareness as you sit in a space an awareness of the room an awareness of the sounds outside the room which will come and go There's a different way to start is to focus immediately and to practice this ability to focus quickly to get your mind on the job and then sometimes to see that it's difficult for you to do that because your mind is fast or distracted. Again have a big breath in and a deep sigh. And now move to lie down. Get yourself in a comfortable position. This will be a longer rest. Your body's in a different position, but you can still have all-body awareness. It's just changed shape. You're still in a space. You can be aware of that. And you're still breathing. You can be aware of that. So for the last two weeks, we've looked at the mind its different states and moods its different awarenesses and then we looked at how much it worries in so many deeply rooted ways and why it does this as a behavior and so now we look at solutions to this ways to collapse the obsessive cycle of worry, fear, and the desperate need for security. So one simple solution, certainly from the perspective of yoga, is to understand the part that ignorance plays in our experience of the world. With a proper understanding of ignorance, we can use awareness as an access to freedom from suffering. So, what is the general meditative concept about ignorance? Well, from a yogic perspective, the moment we believe ourselves as real and individual entities separate from others, we create a new reality one which is based on duality. The first and prevailing duality which structures our whole world is the concept that I exist as a real person inside a real body. And there are other people who are not me. And things in the world which are not me I am born in this world and independent of it. Things happen to me and I must play a game of clever sport with the world and its challenges. This leads to the concept of further versions of duality, which include there is good and bad, right and wrong, happy and sad, positive and negative, etc. From the perspective of yoga, if we subscribe to these dualities, then our experience of life can be guaranteed to always include suffering, loss, difficulty, and isolation. So in the end, we make a choice and subscribe to a reality, and its trappings. Now it's the egocentric mind which believes in these dualities. The egocentric mind is the idea of me or self. By believing in these dualities as a result it always seeks to protect itself to validate itself And to control others. A life lived under these rules will always include worry, you will always have fear, you'll always be holding on to the past and try to force things. A life like this will not be trusting but rather always careful and suspicious So one big question is, how true is this belief? Do I really consider myself to be real and separate from others? Do I really think it's true that this world is not me itself? Have a big breath in. And a deep sigh. Gently move to sit up. And let's examine this. Eyes closed. So it's your mind. It's your life. And it's up to you to have a look. Let's ask some questions. Am I not the whole universe in all its parts, movements, ideas, and events? How true is my egocentric version of reality? So in the beginning, all we can do is ask these questions and thoroughly examine them. Let's ask ourselves now, who am I? What is this mind? Is it true what it believes? So this type of meditation it's a questioning type we're thinking we are using our mind and our thoughts and our understandings and our logic try this now here I am in a space is my mind this little person inside my head Am I this body? Is my mind the large space beyond just what's inside my head? Where do I start and end? sounds that I hear me have a deep sigh Gently move to lie down for rest. Okay, A second solution to our lifestyle of worrying. Forming a new relationship to your thoughts. So if we sit still and silent and watch our thoughts come in and out, we can see that our mind is more than just these thoughts. Our awareness is more than just these thoughts. So again, I remind you of our definition for mind. It is the awareness of the experience of existence or reality. Mind is something that is sensate and cognizant and not necessarily personalized. So again, I ask, isn't your mind... More than just your thoughts. If we do believe that our mind is inside our head, then thoughts come in and out. Many people will say that. Do they come from the left or the right, from above or below? Do they just appear? But certainly, our mind is more than just these thoughts. If that's true then practice loosening your attachment to them this is simple stop believing them so much so we've already looked at how unreliable and unstable our thoughts are because they merely reflect our moods because our memory is so poor and because our awareness is so poor So why do we really believe them? They're so crazy. Thoughts like, I'm not good enough. People don't love me. I'm stupid. I'm bad. I'm alone. People have these thoughts. Not only are our thoughts quite unreliable, unstable, and sometimes crazy... It's even more crazy to believe them the whole time. So change your relationship to thoughts. See how unreliable they are. Stop trusting them blindly. Constantly question them and look for the context behind them. If you can do this, you won't be so in the grip of them. So note this is about seeing your thinking and understanding it better. With this understanding comes knowledge, wisdom, and new ways of thinking. It brings new insight into the ideas, the structures, the metaphors and meanings that we ascribe to in our lives. And remember, all of our ideas are changeable depending on how we feel. Have a deep sigh. Gently move into a sitting position. Another closed eye meditation. So let's have a look at our thoughts and how we form a relationship with them. Do you always believe what you think? Could you understand the idea that your thoughts are not worth believing? Let's have a look. Ask yourself. You could possibly use your memory of the day, what's happened today, and how you started thinking certain things, you could look at that, or just examine these notions, this idea, that our thoughts are not who we are, they're not necessarily true, and yet we seem to believe them all the time. Where's your mind at right now? Were you thinking intensely? What were you thinking about? Were you still on the subject or miles away? It's good to check. Have a look at this. When I'm thinking about something. I've decided that I'm real, and that it's real. I believe that, and then I have a whole lot of opinions about whatever I'm thinking about. And in the end, I'm quite confident, usually, that what I think is right. That I am right. My opinions about other people or other things come from the belief that I am separate from them and that what I think is right. Question that. Have a deep sigh. Keep in mind that um, in some ways that line of thinking is very unstable. It's deliberately so. And uh, a mind, an egocentric mind, which has a sole aim, which is to maintain control. Well, that type of questioning is very destabilizing. And so it's good to watch that struggle You have to go through a process with these ideas. The understandings change, the perspective changes, the context, the knowledge changes. Okay, lie down, have a rest. Another solution for our compulsive lifestyle of worrying is to develop a listening mind. Now this is just a matter of practice. All you have to do, as often as you think of it, is to practice listening to the sounds around you. There will always be sounds. And the rule is this, when you are listening properly, you are not thinking. But when you are thinking, you are not listening. Generally sounds, there's a before the sound point, there's the start of a sound, there's the loudest point of a sound, and then there's the ending of the sound, And then there's after the sound. Most people's attention is not that consistent that you can sustain that listening. Let's try now for a minute. You're either listening to sounds with a waiting mind and a watching mind or you're thinking. Let's just see. Okay, so I'm quite sure in that last minute that you had many thoughts, but there were gaps too when you were just listening. The trick is to follow the sounds with your ears. You've got to wait for them, you've got to stay with them and watch them complete What this practice will develop, apart from improving your ability to concentrate, is your ability to be more observant, more aware of what's around you. And that's to do with the way that we get caught up inside our heads, in that little tight space, our thinking mind. We get caught up there, me and my thoughts, all about me and what I think. we're at that time not aware of what's around us because our conscious mind can only concentrate on one thing at once. So when you're thinking you're not listening, but if you're listening and properly listening at those moments you're not thinking. And you see how quickly you can't actually sustain a listening mind. So developing an awareness of what's around you, this is one of the best skills you can develop. This awareness can improve and can expand, and eventually it will include the way that you see events occurring in your life, and, and that is yogic meditation or yogic awareness. Okay, so let's sit up now and do listening meditation. Eyes closed again, it generally works best eyes closed, although you can do this with your eyes open, of course. So we're listening, five minutes, it'll be very clear how well we can do this. You're either listening. And noticing and aware of sound or your thinking. When you're thinking there are gaps in that awareness of sound. It's normal that we're so distracted but let's really see that and let's just practice. Practice being more aware Have a deep sigh. I think that practice is, is one of the best ones for seeing. And we just can't stop thinking. And uh, that'll be the case for all of us, pretty much. It shows really how manic our minds are. And you could uh, find that despairing. I think you can also gain a real understanding that it, If my awareness is that poor and inconstant then I'm making a lot of choices and decisions without a great deal of information, the listening mind or the thinking mind. The best you can do is just practice it and you can do that anywhere, stop and listen. And the facts are if we practice it we'll get better at it, that's simple. Okay, so gently move to lie down, relax again. You can use that that practice really effectively in relationships. Practice listening when someone's talking to you. See how many times you'll be thinking while they're talking to you, which means at those moments you weren't listening. So, if you can, you just practice waiting till someone finishes their sentences or their phrase. Listen and wait with a listening mind, a patient mind. Wait for the full range of sentences and words, and then start thinking, and then respond. It's a totally different type of conversation. It's a two-way conversation. Okay, so there's one more solution to living a life that is full of anxiety, stress, fear, and madness. All you gotta do is stop. Stop all the doing, all the getting, all the eating, all the moving, all the talking. Just stop, be silent, watch, and wait. and do this often. So this is not a meditation where you're trying to be good at it, or to concentrate really well, or you're trying to get better or more relaxed. You're not trying to get anything at all because it's not a goal-based practice. It's just about stopping everything else. Over time, it becomes apparent how relaxing it can be to just stop and watch. This is how we learn about our lives, our mind, and our reality. Because we're taking the time to stop and look at it all. There's no doing, no trying, and no moving. And yet there's so much learning And noticing that we can gain. This is a golden practice. So gently move now to a sitting position, open eye. Stillness meditation, and this involves very little, you stop, you wait, you watch, most of all, we're taking the time. Have a deep sigh here I am in a space it seems like it is a world it seems like there's a body it seems like there's a me things happen sounds come and go? Thoughts come and go? Is it real? Is it what I believe it to be? How I choose to live is based on what I believe is real. One day it's possible our minds will turn off. Is that true? Okay, lie down for a final rest. Have a deep sigh, and then relax.